Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I don't know why I did it like that. <laughs> just, every week we're just watching you slip like lower and lower yep. into chaos. I'm here in the studio sitting right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Do you have tickets to my show in Iowa yet, Barry? I can't go because I'm just a huge bitch. And you know what, listeners? You don't want to be labeled a huge bitch by Matt Bellisai. No, don't be a huge bitch like Barry Finkel. Come to my show (laughs) in Iowa, April 14th, Burlington, Iowa. If you know where that is, then you probably should come uh, because that means you are in the market for this show. It's at the Catfish Bend Convention and Event Center. That's right, folks. I hit the big time. You are a convention. (laughs) You are an event. You are fun city, baby. When I was a little girl, all I dreamed of was growing up and playing the Catfish Bend Convention and Event Center in Burlington, Iowa. And now I can. So come help make my dreams come true. Also, I'm almost positive it's also a casino, which means even if you hate me, you can still have a great time that night. You know, (laughs) get drunk, play some slots. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can walk out ahead, really. So, or you can just forget everything that I say by drowning your sorrows in another vice. Anyway, come to that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. April 14th. Tickets will include a link in our show notes. I also just started a link tree that I'm putting in all of my bios. So that's just super easy because I was berated into doing it. Let's put it that way. (laughs) All right. Coming up today, we're going to kick things off with a little ranting as always. Then we got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. 
After that, we're diving deep into going to the doctors. Dun, dun, dun. Because this is basically a health and wellness podcast now. Essentially. And I'm sick of it. And by that, I mean I'm sick. And finally, we'll get into all the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, bitch. Okay. What do you have to bitch about this week? Coming in hot today. You know what? I have something to bitch about that's very close to my heart, and that is shaving. I fucking hate shaving. I don't know if I've like ever fully gone in on shaving on this podcast. Maybe I have, but you know what? It's worth getting into again. I hate shaving my legs. I hate shaving my armpits. I hate shaving everything. And you know what? I don't most of the time. I just kind of let things go. I Uh trim, trim, trim. But even trimming, it's just, it's so much work. And if you don't do it, especially if you, you know, are a lady, you tend to be looked down upon or like, oh, it's not professional or something like that. And it's just like, I don't have the time. Also, I'm very bad at it. And so I bleed a lot when I shave. And like, that's a hazard. Um, And I hate it a lot. And I think it's stupid. And Uh it just really bothers me. I went to Puerto Rico last weekend for a wedding. Brag. Yeah. And I had to like plan when to shave. And then I decided, fuck it, I don't want to. It was like, I have to like make a whole night of it because it takes me so goddamn long. Yeah. It's also so wasteful the way that we shave in terms of like plastic razors and stuff like that. And well, like, yeah, if you use that. I mean, I have a nice one that's like a metal blade that's right. you know reusable, recyclable, all that stuff. But like, that's not what most people use. Okay. We're just in a super wasteful. There's just everything about it I hate. Yeah. Fair. And everyone loves it and does it. It's kind of like a haircut. I yeah. mean, it is a haircut, yeah. <laughs> but on a much smaller scale. Yeah. But where you have to like plan out, okay, if I want my hair to be this length, I have to shave it at this time. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know it's never going to be perfect right away. No. And then that's the stubble. Unless you're going Brazilian. Boom. It's just too much, and it really gets my goat. Yeah. I bought a nice razor because, you know, I've been trying to keep up a beard. Yeah, and it's Um, been looking great. Thanks. But, you know, you have to shave around it to keep it looking clean so mm-hmm. you don't look like, you know, you live in a boxcar. <laughs> and I... <laughs> what does that mean? Like a train. Oh, a train. Got like it. Like a boxcar box mm-hmm. hobo, right. which is, I think, a fine term. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Great. <laughs> um, on TikTok, I yeah. saw... Hit the bell. I saw this like straight razor that is supposed to be like super smooth. It's just like one blade. I spent like $50 on it. Mm-hmm. And first time I used it, blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I cannot it, believe I did not. You could have died. You could have died. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't understand. They're always like shave with the grain or what against it. What is the grain? Where, and it's like, I guess what? I don't have one grain. Yeah. They go multiple directions. My hair is growing in every which way. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't matter at all. I don't know. I have ingrown hairs. I don't know how to get those out. Oh, my God. I didn't even bring up ingrown hairs. The aftermath of shaving is honestly worse than just having hair. Yeah. And there are so many, quote unquote, cures for it and like different oils and things. And to me, anytime there is a market saturated with different cures means that there isn't actually one thing to help. Like Mm. you're just you just you're stuck with it. Yeah. And then what are the other options? Waxing? That shit hurts. I know. I've never been whacked. Oh, my God. I'm such a baby. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to spend my money to be tortured like this for something that also, like, it's just going to grow back. Yeah. I mean, TBH, the only place that I would 
fully get waxed is oh, like no. my asshole. Right. Like that's the only place in all seriousness that I would be like, okay, yeah, I would have difficulty handling that myself. Yeah, I that <laughs> I don't know what you would chop off, but you would chop off some stuff if you tried to do that yourself. I almost But also it's the one thing that, that I would not want to shove in the face of a stranger. Fair. Well, well, yeah. The right stranger. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, anyway. Yeah, so like, that's what's going on with me. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I've had like a number of dark-sided encounters today. I mean, speaking of which, oh. I went to the barber. Thanks for noticing. Um, I just said that you're, you look good. <laughs> I went to the barber today. I was, you know, sitting there having my shit done. All the guys who work there are like... They're like Eastern European. I can't place the language that they're speaking. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea what they're saying. They could be fully shit talking me. I have no idea. But one of them today, I could not tell if he was like getting fired or quitting. Oh. It was like some drama was happening. This man came in. He said something like, take me off the schedule. And then I heard him on the phone. And there were only like a few of us in there. And I heard him on the phone being like, I'm like the best one in here. I have the most people and they're yelling at me or whatever. And like clearly talking about the other guys, <laughs> one of whom is cutting my hair. Oh, where good. I'm like, okay, we need to wrap this shit up before this man comes back with a weapon. Right. Okay. Also, already there are tons of weapons around because right. it's a already, shop. This man Near has your neck. A, yeah, a literal knife to my neck. Uh, but then he was also like coughing and sneezing. Love that. And so towards the end of my shit, another person came in and was like, hey, I'm here for like Jordan at 11. And my guy was like, oh, he went home. He wasn't feeling well. So I was like, OK, one of two things just happened. Either A, that man fully had COVID and was just <laughs> hacking all over the shop Unmasked. I was also unmasked. My fault. But also, I immediately afterwards was like, how long does my immunity last? I think I'm still like within a three-month window. I'm okay. also triple-vaxxed. Right. So I like, right. even if he coughed into my mouth, I think I probably am fine. Sure. Um, but TBD. And then... Um, or he got fired and that man was just covering for him by being like, sorry, he he didn't feel well. He had to go home. Drama, drama, drama. Either way, I'm like, I don't like when the person who has a weapon around my face is in some type of altercation, yeah, even no. if it's passive aggressive. Yeah, because also it's like if he starts passive aggressively taking it out in some other manner, it could be on your hair. Right. And then right. all of a sudden you're left with a terrible haircut and it's like. Right. That sucks. And I'm that shit's already not right on the verge. <laughs> right there. <laughs> having a terrible haircut always. Okay. <laughs> Except this about myself. It's one of my many qualities. Um, so I need all the help I can get. Yeah. And this man was not doing his job. The second dark sided thing I saw was literally on the way here. Uh-oh. These two cops on the street like just found a child. <laughs> <laughs> It was, there was like I walked out and these two police officers were like talking to this kid and a couple other people had stopped and were watching and it was there was just like an abandoned child. Oh, good. Kids run away sometimes, you know, just wander out. Right. I'm assuming Maybe he like it's... got out of some somewhere. Yeah. I don't think he was left. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know because you left the situation. Um... I mean, yeah, it was handled. <laughs> <laughs> or he was being abducted by two police officers. Two people you thought were police officers. But yeah, I was just like. Like, I don't know the energy in New York City today. It's like a very nice spring day. Yeah. I mean, I fully had a meltdown this morning because I couldn't find something. And Alex tried to talk about plans. And instead, I, I just broke down. So there is something weird happening with the energy here. 
Yeah, but, I don't, I don't yeah. know what's up. Well, bad yeah. news for our mental health. Good news for <laughs> recording a podcast about complaining. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Let's check out the RAN hotline, see if the bad energy has continued through the phone. Hi, Matt and Barry. This is Lauren Passau. I love you all. I've been listening to you since the first episode. I write about you in my newsletter, podcast, the newsletter. And this is not just a rant. I'm hoping to start a movement because I get so pissed when I see someone using hand dryers in a public bathroom. And surely you know that when someone flushes an open toilet, little bits of poop and bacteria can be thrown like 15 feet into the air. And that poop and bacteria can be sucked up by those warm hand dryers and blown straight out onto your washed hands and all over the place. And like these spews are like full of bacteria, like like pathogens and spores and it gets everywhere. And I don't want that shit literally on your hands and I don't want it on my hands. So I don't know, wash your hands and wipe them on your dress or something if there aren't paper towels. Stop making the public bathroom even grosser than it has to be. Uh, hard agree on this one. I think all bathroom air dryers should be recalled. I did not realize. I mean, I I knew the like when you flush a toilet, you know, don't put your face right over it because <laughs> you'll just get get a whiff of all of your shit. Yeah. But uh, but I didn't think about how that then interacts with a hand dryer. Right. So it's super informative, Lauren. Thank you for calling in. I may have referenced this at one point because whenever I'm home in Chicago, we would go to my grandma's house, and every time I used the bathroom, I instinctively put all the seats down mm-hmm. after I'm done because I know even if I just peed the second you flush that shit germ volcano Absolutely. everywhere absolute germ tsunami is spewing over everything and so out of courtesy put the seat down and then I get yelled at by my grandma and my mom who <laughs> I'll fucking call them out right now <laughs> get mad because they are as women of a certain age they need literally every second to get themselves to the toilet right right it's it's <laughs> so a very short countdown yeah right and so they get mad that the extra i don't know millisecond that they need to bend over and pull up the seat is costing them valuable time that they don't yeah. have And so it's really a battle between them pissing their pants and me protecting their immune systems. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's like you're you're such a good son. What side are you going to pick? Right. I also think that like I am 100 percent a hand wipe on the pants kind of girl. Like, that's just what I end up going for. Or even shaking my hands out for a second. Like, I rarely bother with a paper towel because then, you, what, the alternative is paper products. And, like, ugh, we all love the earth and, and Mother wow. Earth and all her trees. And, like, mm-hmm. that's not that's not good either. So Yeah, I go kind of hard in the other direction where I'm yeah, like, okay, fine, okay. I'll use a paper towel, but I can't use the top, like, five because someone might have oh, touched them. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I have to take those out and then use the five underneath oh, that. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> We can all agree that the least sanitary one is just that one damp rag Ew, that kind of <laughs> like why does that even still exist? Yeah, I don't think it does anymore. No, maybe like in it. one place. Yeah, but well, yeah, yeah. I, I think we all remember the first time we encountered that. Oh yeah. So, um, great, great rant. Thanks for calling in. And if you've got a rant of your own, here's the number: it's six zero one six hundred rant. That's six zero one six hundred seven two six eight. Keep calling, guys. And now, let's get into the headlines. 
Alright, worst things first. Let's chat about the worst news of the week first. This is a headline just straight from the Daily Mail that I'll read. Reputed source. Well-reputed source. The Daily Mail, obviously. We all respect the Daily Mail. Of course, of course. I listen to it every day. Um, this, This headline, quote, Asteroid half the size of a giraffe strikes Earth off the coast of Iceland just two hours after it was discovered by astronomers. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, (laughs) First of all, the size comparison. Yeah, this kind of was viral on Twitter this week because who decided (laughs) to measure shit according to giraffes? I feel like that's not even fair because are we talking height, width, like the full radius of the asteroid? Because a giraffe, while very tall, it's mostly just its neck. You know what I mean? Like the rest of the giraffe isn't necessarily all that big. It's like long leg, long neck, but like doesn't take up that much space sideways. You know what I mean? I can't believe you're putting me in the position of defending the person who wrote this headline. <laughs> but I think it's obvious that if you're if you're going to use a giraffe as a measuring stick, you're probably talking about its height. Overall. And I just think that's stupid. The problem is, okay, so for, you're saying. For an asteroid, I want the whole, I'm like, so you're asteroid saying they should have measured height. it by the width of a giraffe no, instead of the height? Just all of it. I just think like elephant is a better example. No, it's elephant not. Elephant is big and tall. I need to know the whole size of the asteroid, not just the height of it. That doesn't give Would me much to go off More of. information if they gave you the surface area of yes. the asteroid versus <laughs> yeah. just the length of it? That's what I'm getting at, yes. No, it it's wouldn't. Not just a, it's not a 2D object. It's not, it's not flat. What's 8 times 6? I can't tell you that. Yeah, exactly. So you don't, <laughs> you don't know what surface area actually is. I would say my biggest issue is with this. Is it 42? No. No, it's not even. And it's you thought about it. It's 30. No, it's not. <laughs> God damn. 48? Yes. God, I I'm hate glad, math. <laughs> glad I picked the perfect equation to get you to solve. My problem with this, besides the fact that this is not... <laughs> Sorry, I'm like crying. I hope it's out of shame. It is. It's absolutely out of shame. (laughs) I hope Uh, I cause you to have another mental breakdown today. Uh, Number two. Um, Two of the day. The real issue with using a giraffe as a measurement is that I don't really know how tall a giraffe is. Right. That it's not a a reference point. Yeah. And then half of a giraffe. It's like, what's even the point of comparing it to a giraffe if you're only going to use half of it? And is the half just to the top of the body and at the base of the neck? And it's just we're talking about the legs here? Choose something else. Right. What half? What? Yeah. Yeah. I think the Daily Mail knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that nobody would care about this fucking asteroid unless they pulled out some bullshit measurement like this. And I despise them for it. Also, are we even sure if giraffes are the same size in the UK as they are in the US? Great point. They probably eat different stuff. And they're measured in stones. So it's like, what the fuck do we even do with that? Um, Anyway, so this space rock, which was named 2022 EB-5, hot, okay. Such a sexy name. Gonna name my first child that. Right, that's actually my favorite name, Um, is believed to have mostly burnt up in the atmosphere. Well, it became the fifth asteroid ever to be discovered before it hit Earth. What is the point of having, like, an entire 
part of our government that is literally like planetary defense looking for this shit. If then that's only they've only gotten five. They've only figured out five. And yeah, this one is only half the size of a draft. Yeah. What and if it, it had and been it was bigger? what two hours before it. Right? Wasn't that it? Right. It was two, it was hours, two hours before. Because, like, yeah, I guess normally they discover it, like, as it's hitting the Earth, and then it breaks up and becomes meteorites that hit, hit Earth. Okay. Aren't there, like, a bajillion satellites in space? I just, like, what are we all doing here, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, why can we this catch is, this? Frankly, using the descriptor of half the size of a giraffe is really the distraction I needed not to spiral out of control <laughs> thinking about what an asteroid is and also how the movie Don't Look Up um, wouldn't have happened <laughs> because we all would have died before we even knew about it. Yeah. Anyway. Honestly, good. Fuck the giraffe. Next! I'm not quite sure what an angler is. Uh, I think it's a f- type of fish, right? Sure, yeah. An anglerfish, yeah. But... <gasps> I just Googled it. No, there's no way that we're talking about angler fishes. No, because that's, that's the scary That's the one. scariest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> and we're talking fish, about, yeah. Anglerfish are the ones that, um, yeah, are on the bottom of the ocean and have the light that hangs in front of them yeah, and yeah. also look like um, Satan's asshole. Yeah. Is um, that what we're talking about right now? No. Three anglers. I think it's it's also a, a word for a type of, like, fisherman. Sure. Okay. Um. A person who fishes with a rod and line. What? <laughs> Literally just a fisherman. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying to be all fancy with this word. Um, three fishermen, okay, okay. are safe uh, after a homemade ice fishing shanty that they were in was blown a, a mile across <laughs> a Michigan bay in 50 mile per hour winds. Oh my goodness. They just like straight up freaking Wizard of Oz yeah. house blown away. This was like a real life Balloon Boy situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about Balloon Boy before because I made a bunch of references to it and you laughed and then you were like, I have, I have no, no idea, idea what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about, even though it was a cultural phenomenon right, and like right. a defining moment of like 2013, 2014. Oh, it was that recent? Well, I forgot yeah. about it again. <laughs> I did not withhold that information at all. No, 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 no. It was when I was in college, 2010, 2010. Okay. Um, Balloon Boy, if you recall, was a story on CNN. Well, I mean, it was on all the news channels at the time. People, this was like the O.J. Simpson, like, car chase. Sure. One of those moments where everybody was watching the news at once. I remember I was in journalism class and we literally just stopped class to watch CNN. There was reportedly a little boy trapped in a like giant balloon, Uh like a kite kind of. And the wind had taken him and he was blowing across the landscape. (laughs) (laughs) Literally like several miles. (laughs) And his parents were like on on the news being like, oh, my God, I hope our kid is OK. And then it turns out that there was never any child in it at all uh, and that they like staged it. And um, it was a whole big scandal. Wow. And then it was a joke on 30 Rock and like a major cultural moment. So. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. The point is that I love basically to be tuned happened. into the culture <laughs> in 2009, uh, a time that- I was very much alive. This is basically what happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the shanty got blown like a mile and a half offshore with okay, these men Free hot air balloon ride, essentially. Well, cold air balloon. True. Because it's winter 
And eventually they were able to make it uh, to shore on their own and they refused medical treatment. Um, and they were like, you know, we we knew the storm was coming, but we didn't realize how strong the wind would be. I, if I had a nickel for every time, I was like, this will this won't be strong. Yeah. And well, then it'll be fine. I'm just going to go ice fishing, you and know, then I shit my pants. Yeah. And finally, this is another story that kind of went viral on Twitter, on the Internet last week. An assistant principal has received an outpouring of support. Have you heard this story? I have not. I'm excited. After they were fired for reading a children's book to second graders called I Need a New Butt. Uh, Okay, this is it's literally a children's book uh about uh, a boy who notices that he has a crack in his butt and sets out to find a new one. (laughs) And so this assistant principal said that they had a guest reader who was supposed to show up on Zoom and do a reading. And the guest reader didn't show up. And so he just grabbed a nearby book, one of his favorites called I Need a New Butt and read it. And there was about 240 second graders on this Zoom call. A few minutes after it ended, he was uh, called by the administrators and put on administrative leave and then fired two days later. Bullshit. Yeah. So people are like rallying behind him. Uh, There's one there's this one like writer action group that posted his termination letter, if it is to be believed. (laughs) <laughs> it's literally so cold. It's like you you violated the code of ethics. You failed to demonstrate conduct that follows generally recognized professional standards. You failed to provide environment that does not needlessly expose students to unnecessary embarrassment or disparagement. Everyone's got a butt. Everyone right. has a butt. And, so, and, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> It says, on Tuesday, March 2nd, 2022, you read a book entitled I Need a New Butt to a group of students via Zoom. The story details a boy's journey to find a new butt after noticing his butt had a huge crack. (laughs) During the reading of this book, you read inappropriate words like fart. The story detailed how the boy had developed the huge crack when a fart had blew his butt apart and split it clean in two. Okay, first of all, need a copy of this book. I know. This second of all, better... have you ever met a second grader? Because all they're going to talk about is their butt yeah. and also farts and this also literally... other inappropriate things. The bathroom humor. Market audience <laughs> for this book. Remember Captain Underpants? Yes, I do. Absolute king. You also shared inappropriate pictures that depicted the boy's naked butt. <laughs> Okay, also it's like a cartoon character. It's not just like a a naked boy, like ass cheeks spread open. child pornography here. The book described butts in various colors, shapes, sizes, and types. Example, fireproof, bulletproof, (laughs) bombproof. (laughs) The topics described in this book were inappropriate. When asked why you chose this book to share, you stated that it was the only book you had nearby. When asked if you thought the book was appropriate, you stated that you thought it was a cute children's book. Your actions show a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, like, it's ridiculous. Also, no parents even complained. <laughs> it was just like the administrators were like, this is inappropriate and you're done. I, I can't stand any of this. Also, this just makes me think of oh, a TikTok video of a teacher teaching students how to wipe their ass by mm-hmm. putting two balloons next to each other and then like <laughs> because like kids don't know how you have right. to teach them these things 
oh, that video really just like lives in my brain forever. I'm I'm just so confused. I just don't understand. It strikes me. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make the connection, but I mean this is me making this leap and not necessarily um what is happening here. But I feel like this is in that vein of like, oh, these books about like gay people are inappropriate for right. children, which this is that is not what's happening here. This is no. a book about a kid, a cartoon character who needs a new butt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember there was that episode of Rugrats where they're all just like buck naked. <laughs> running around like Tommy uses his little dick to open up the thing and then he escapes like this is we're all humans okay this is they're not teaching children anything inappropriate but it's it's in that vein of like these are the same people who cry about cancel culture yeah. and you're canceling a teacher for reading about butts yeah Ugh. I don't get it I, I don't either. get it put him on Joe Rogan okay <laughs> Anyway, that's it. <laughs> anyway, shout out to this teacher. I hope he becomes teacher of the year. I mean, to be fair, this is so I should do something like this cuz he um has already raised like I mean, it was on his behalf, there's been like uh, a GoFundMe for like $100,000. Oh my god, which is like, like 30,000 times his salary. <laughs> yeah. So like um I feel like yeah, I'm going to go talk about ass in front of a bunch of second graders and <laughs> hope that <laughs> I I become a a sensation overnight. Yeah. Or I'll put a kid in a balloon and and send him off to his death. So one of those two. Yeah, both solid options. Uh, The point is everybody has a butt. And if you really want to learn about it, send your kids to me because I'll teach them how they can (laughs) shove Legos up there. (laughs) And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Don't forget to share and tag us in Ridiculous News on Instagram at Unhappy Hour. Do it. Speaking of opening wide, get ready to open wide for the doctor. Right after this commercial break. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast.
Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. So the older I get, because um, I'm I'm getting up there, you know. Oh yeah, you're just on the brink. My bones are aging. My my muscles are atrophying. Mm-hmm. My brain is deteriorating. Most of it already. The older I get, I've noticed the more of a hypochondriac I become. The more I, I just like every ache and pain. I'm just convinced is now ultimately the one that's going to kill me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Which means naturally I become one of those people who goes to the doctor every time I think something is even remotely wrong. Yeah. Which is a brag. Um, Obviously, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars (laughs) (laughs) on doctor's appointments for no reason. Like when I was younger, I always thought I was one of those people who like knew my body when people are like, I just know my body. Uh And I was like, yeah, sure. I can like sense when something is wrong. No, turns out I have no idea. (laughs) I am a renter at best. Okay. I'm barely acquainted with this husk that I inhabit. So naturally this week I went to the doctor because I was convinced that I have Lyme disease. (laughs) Oh no, Matt. (laughs) Matt. No. Listen. Okay. I got a message from my doctors because you know how like if you have uh, an ongoing prescription, they always make you like come in every every now and then like to check up and then I'm, I'm just like, you know, you know what I look like. I don't have to keep Fucking coming into your office just for you to write me a prescription, okay? Give me the medicine. Um, but they were like, no, actually, we asked you for a follow-up last time you were here because um, my, like, blood pressure was a little high, so we got to take a look at that. Um, even though every time I go to the doctor, I'm convinced that I'm dying, so of course my blood pressure is right. high. <laughs> it's like, this is a stressful environment. They're, they're like, your blood pressure does look a little high. Are you maybe nervous? I'm like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I see a needle sitting right there. Yeah, I'm nervous. Um, and so uh, so I had to go in for that. Then I brought in like a laundry list of things, one of which was that I have a bug bite on my leg. And I've had like bug bites before. You yeah. know, it's like different enough from like just a zit where it's like, okay, there's it's, it's getting red and weird around uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. But then it started to look like the target shape. Oh, oh right. And I, of course, Googled it. And the first result was like, you have been ravaged by a tick. Um, <laughs> you are about to die. <laughs> so I immediately made an appointment, went in, took a picture of it. I <laughs> I very rarely have been that type of person who uh-huh. like shows a picture to a doctor. Right. Um, or even like... I don't want to email a picture to a doctor. I know a lot of people who do that. Right. um, Where it's like, yeah, you take the most grim picture that you've ever taken in your life and then send it as an attachment to your doctor (laughs) that they're about to open. No, I need to be there in person to 
preface what they're about to see, okay? I need to, uh, the preamble to what I'm about to whip out and show them. Uh-huh. And yeah, I showed it to the doctor uh, and was, was, it's like on my calf. Uh-huh. And he was like, I mean, yeah, it does look like a target shape, which is like the only thing that would cause that is a tick. But like, also, I haven't been outside in like two weeks. Right. <laughs> and I haven't been camping ever. <laughs> so he was like, I like highly doubt you got bit yeah. by a tick. Maybe some sort of spider bite. But then why would it like have that target shape? I don't know. Because you kept circling around it to itch it. I did think of that afterwards, (laughs) but I, like, didn't. Okay. So what happened then? This doctor was like, I always have a tendency to, like, over-treat for Lyme disease just up to be on the safe side. So, like, I doubt that you got bit by a tick, but also I'll just give you antibiotics. Okay. So I was like, yeah, bitch. And then I sold them on the black market. (laughs) So I went in with a laundry list that is now the type of person that I am. But the point is now every time I go to the doctor, I am reminded what a horrible process that it actually is. Oh, it's so bad. Um, Setting aside the kind of atrocity that is the American healthcare system, just the very act of having to go to a doctor is Uh the worst. So let's get into it. First, let's just get this out of the way. I don't think doctors should be hot. I think I've said this before plenty of times. At the very least... You should be able to request a not hot doctor. Hard agree. I think it's been that's actually a great thing about masks now mm-hmm. is that like that has been able to truly mask their beauty um, in a way that I really appreciate. <sighs> that's the doctor that I saw is like still hot even with a mask. Oh, that shouldn't be allowed. And I'm like, I wish you didn't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be fine because I'm also wearing a mask, but also like you have a chart with like everything that's everything, wrong with me. and also like here's a picture of my target bite even though I haven't been outside in two weeks. <laughs> he was like genuinely stumped. That's the thing. He was like sitting uh, sitting there like kind of stroking his chin like I don't I don't know what that could be. I, it was a true Dr. House situation. <laughs> but yeah, the point is like if you're if you're coming into you should be able to pick and or specify like I want the sexy doctor this time. Mm. Like if you're coming in for something sexy, like oh right. my my back hurts from carrying around this fat ass all day. <laughs> um, then you could be like, yes, I'd like the hot doctor. Right. But yeah, if you're coming in to be like, here is where the tick <laughs> <laughs> ravaged my leg. I guess the good thing is that. I saw this doctor last last time, which was maybe six months ago. And when he walked in, he was like, hi, my name's Tim. It's nice to meet you. And I was like, good. You don't remember me. Um, so I, <laughs> I do, we do get kind of like an Etch-A-Sketch shake yeah, um, in yeah. between. Also, I have to remember that a doctor sees some of the most horrific stuff you could possibly imagine, <laughs> like every day. Yeah. <laughs> so like my shit is not memorable. But I just remember that last time I went in because my stomach kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> And he did that thing where he, you know, had me lay down and lift up my shirt and then you kind of like tapped on my stomach. Yeah. And he was like, I might have said this last time also, but he like tapped on the one spot and he was like, yeah, do you hear that? It kind of sounds like hollow right there. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that's just gas. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Fuck me. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's okay. One time uh, I went to the hospital and had to get CAT scanned and I had to get an MRI, all these different tests. They like did my first ever gyno test. This was when I was like in, I think, sophomore year of high school um, because they thought that maybe I had like really bad appendix issues or something like an ovarian cyst. And yeah, it turned out that I was uh, super constipated. So I feel you. Right. That is what I remember. (laughs) It wasn't just like a small pain. I was like, I think my appendix is bursting. Yeah. Which I, in retrospect, I think if your appendix is bursting, it's like an hour countdown. Like (laughs) you have excruciating pain and you have basically 60 minutes to get to the emergency room before it absolutely explodes. Yeah. Next, a doctor is just like some guy who happened to have read more books than me. Yeah, I just like took more tests. Right. I I feel like growing up I was always like, wow, the doctor is like the smartest person I've ever met. They yeah. know everything and are right about everything. And then you grow up and you're like, okay, um I also have access to the internet. So <laughs> I've also seen a chart of the human body, and I know more than you. Um, That is my mom's attitude, at least, Uh uh, which I resent. But to be fair, my mom has probably spent more time in a doctor's office than outside of one. So, (laughs) Debbie. Uh, She literally was telling me the other day, she was like, yeah, I've had nurses be like, do you work in the medical field before? (laughs) She's like, nope, I'm just here so much. (laughs) Do you walk into every doctor's appointment and start by being like, well, you know, I once was almost pre-med. Right. Yes, I do. Actually, I said I was I I declared myself a biology major at Northwestern. And then I didn't take a single science class (laughs) except for like, um, what's that one that doesn't have anything to do with science? Anthropology. Oh, yeah. Right. Which is not the store. Anything Mm -mm. like it. Also, like, why are there so many types of doctors? Don't get me started on this. It used to be the thing. When we were growing up, you had one doctor, the pediatrician. You go to the pediatrician for absolutely everything. Maybe they're going to refer you out. They're mostly not. Now, I have a stupid cyst in my wrist. It's like a thing that is very common. I went to the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, you can just come back and get that taken care of. And then I go back and she's like, no, actually, you need to see a hand specialist. Now I have to see a hand specialist. I had a back problem and they were like, oh, you're going to go see a podiatrist and then you're going to go see a peripheral neurologist and then you're going to go see a back. And it's just like. What what was the point of going to the first doctor for the thing? Right. If all you're going to do is refer to me to someone else, what do you do? What do you solve? Yeah. The other part of it is like, even though I just said that I know everything and I'm smarter than everybody, is when they act like I should just know the type of person that I'm seeing. I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't actually. <laughs> I went to I went to like a sleep doctor to talk about oh, yeah. my sleep. And uh, they scheduled me with someone. I was like, no, no, no. Why am I seeing like a neurologist? And the, she was basically like, that is the sleep doctor, you stupid ass. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, I don't fucking know. I didn't take, like, <laughs> doctor categories in school. Yeah, I just feel like general practitioners now are just basically, like, matchmakers. And it's like, okay, sure. And the other part of it is, like, I hate that I have to question whether you're just sending me to shit to bill me for it. Yeah. Like, that complicates everything. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, do I actually need to go to a neurologist? I'll go. I don't care. But are you just sending me that so that you can be like, you know, oh, you get, it's like a Coles cash card. Yeah, you get a free massage for every referral. Exactly. I'm not about that, okay? I went to the most insane doctor ever. I talked about her. I'm pretty sure she's like, 
Putin's number two. <laughs> I'm I'm almost positive the doctor that I saw when I went to the sleep person the first time, um, this it, like insane Russian woman uh, who uh, didn't listen to a word I said and just started listing off like how I need to have surgery on my tongue. When <laughs> um, I was like, okay, we just met. Like, let's <laughs> warm me up a little bit before you jam <laughs> your dick into my ass. She, I'm pretty sure she got fired because the next time uh, she was not there and I was like, was yeah. she fired or was the doctor you were supposed to see dead in the closet and she was wearing his clothes? <laughs> she looked like she was wearing his skin. That's yeah. what her face looked like. Anyway, <laughs> the point is there are too many types of doctors. I don't, also like, I don't know if I trust someone who's like, I decided to spend my life dedicated to like the elbow, the study of the elbow. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, something's wrong with you. So I don't really trust your judgment. It used to be you just had one person from like birth to death, okay? Uh-huh. And you'd go to them and they would like cobble your shoes. <laughs> they would thread your eyebrows and they would, you know, say, oh, okay, you got strep. Yeah, one-stop shop. Uh, I do also remember when like the worst thing that you could get was strep throat. Ugh. The good days. Yeah, there was always those kids. You either were a strep throat kid or you weren't. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because if you had it once, you had it like 30 times. <laughs> and I was always that kid. Next! Why do they need to take so much blood? So much! Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> founded Theranos like a decade, two decades ago, basically. Okay? All you need is one drop of blood, proven, actually. <laughs> That's why she's a billionaire. Yeah, I'm just like, what? truly, why do you need that much blood? Like, don't you look at it under a microscope? Yeah, Famously there's plenty for there. Things? I, uh, I felt really bad this time because I, like, volunteered, basically, to have my blood taken so that they could check my, my vitamin levels. Mm-mm. And um, it was the same nurse person who did it last time. And last time, they couldn't find the fucking vein. Oh, and she no. had to dig around in my arm. And it was horrible. <laughs> and this time, I, I, I prefaced it by being like, I've never been this way before, but the last couple times I've been here... I get a little woozy when I have my blood drawn. Oh, I always tell them. I'm I'm like, here's the list of things that you need to do in order for me to not faint. One, ask me a lot of questions. Two, keep me talking. Three, lie me back. Four, get me an eye mask, a silk eye mask so you can cover my eyes. Like, I, I fully prep them. Yeah. I, I give them a rider. I was like, I, yeah, it's, I'm... I'm going to get lightheaded. And she was like, let me look at your veins. You have great veins. There's not going to be a problem. I love when they compliment my veins. Right. I was like, oh, thank you. I've actually been working on them. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad that you noticed. But she was like, I don't think that was me last time who did that because I wouldn't have missed. And I was like, it was you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't forget a face, I I didn't. I was like, I don't remember and it was in my head I was like it was absolutely you um <laughs> you fucked up it hurt so bad no I hate it I didn't expect it to hurt that much I think she like hit something oh my god <laughs> she only did it, one, it, it, it like she got it right away but it was so painful <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kind of shocked by it anyway the point is she took so much blood and then she was like are you okay to stand up and I was like yeah I'm not a pussy okay <laughs> Even though I was sweating profusely through, like, multiple layers. Next! Why do I have to input my entire life history into some grimy, off-brand iPad every time (laughs) I go to the the same doctor? 
The number of forms that I have to fill out every time I go, far too much. It's always the same information, never changed. I feel like I just need to give them like a, my Ancestry.com login yeah. and be like, here's all of my familial history. Like you figure this shit out. They were like, do you have your insurance card with you? And I was like, no, you have it. You've okay? had it every single time. They're always asking, has your insurance changed? No, no, it hasn't. Nothing I has changed. You last week. I'm still the same person that you've known. I'm still that girl. And now, and now doctor's offices, but they're getting too cocky. Now doctor's offices are like, oh, we're actually so advanced. You just take this tablet that is absolutely covered with disease <laughs> and is running on Windows 98. <laughs> And punch in all of the information that we ask you for every single time you're here. And the machine never works. Never. I I filled out that entire thing, took me 20 minutes, and then got to the end and was like, sorry, there was an error. <laughs> and then she was like, okay, I guess you can just, like, sign in the regular way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why every doctor has technology that existed 20 years ago. <laughs> And it has not caught up. Especially when their other technology is like the most advanced medical technology in the world. Right. It's like it's you're, like, you're like sending me to an MRI machine, but you can't figure out how to sign me in. Yeah. This is how Elizabeth Holmes could have made her billion dollars for real <laughs> without having to fake a medical device. OK, just invent a tablet that doesn't take three hours to log into <laughs> and actually remembers my fucking insurance information. Next! How dare they make me sit there and wait? I, I made an appointment. Yeah. I the am time here. is actually in the calendar. You penciled me in. There is no reason why I should have to wait for more than three minutes total. Agreed. Not to mention that the walls in every doctor office are paper thin. So <laughs> if you leave me for more than one minute on my own, uh, I hear every malady that every person in there <laughs> is inflicted with. And it wouldn't be bad if every doctor's office didn't have Wi-Fi that was being piped in from fucking Canada. The, the Wi-Fi never works. The so it's cell like a cell zone. Dead. Absolute dead zone. And of course, there are signs everywhere that's like, if you use a cell phone in here, like a child will die. And I just, I'm obviously, I'm going to use my phone. Yeah, like, what do you expect <laughs> me to do? Knit? Like, come on. And then I'm shocked when, when the measurements come up wrong. I'm like, no, <laughs> there's something wrong with your machines. Meanwhile, I'm just shooting out radiation from my phone. Um, the other thing is they always give you these these numbers and shit. I don't know what blood pressure is supposed to be. No. They're always like, yeah, it's like 500 over 40. Okay. Uh, what does that even mean? No idea. I think that means I'm dead, actually, of that, that calculation. <laughs> I know that much. But I'm like, nobody knows what these two numbers mean. <laughs> nobody has ever explained to me what those two numbers are. And don't fucking write in and don't tell me dare. what they mean because I don't care. No. All I know is that mine are high. <laughs> Which is shocking information to anybody who listens to the podcast where I literally work myself into a frenzy every week. They're like, this guy? High blood pressure? Also, they made me list out everything that I ate that day. And I was like, yeah, you better pull up a chair. <laughs> she literally was standing there with like her hand on her hip waiting for me to finish. <laughs> it was like 1 p.m. I was like, I've had oatmeal, blueberries, peanut butter, two cups of coffee, three eggs, some olive oil. <laughs> Um, yogurt, granola, chia seeds. <laughs> Just like, right, right, right. So that could have raised your, uh, your blood pressure. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, next. 
I also I don't like all the questions that they ask at the doctor's office. Like I'm being interrogated by the police. I also am so bad at lying. I can't lie. And then they get to the part where they're like, "Do you smoke?" And I'm like, "We we we weed or t- tobacco?" And I'm like, "It's kind of legal now." But like before, it wasn't legal. I remember one time I had to go to the hospital for my asthma. This was like a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And and in the ER, the guy was like hooking me up to the nebulizer thing, and he was like, "So do you?" do you smoke and I was like tobacco or weed and he laughed and he was like that's a good one and I was like okay (laughs) guess we're not answering that question I always feel the need now that I do smoke weed to to say marijuana like that makes it more like cannabis even would be the (laughs) marijuana is not even the correct one I guess uh, yeah yes I I, guess that's But I'm always like, yes, yes, I do partake. I partake in uh, the cannabis. Marijuana occasionally, maybe like once every day. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, there are too many jars of stuff just sitting around. And you're going to make me wait. And then I'm not allowed to go in and fish for cotton balls or use needles (laughs) or, or little tongue depressors. Every doctor's office should be treated like a guest bathroom. Exactly. You're going to someone else's house and they have stuff out. You get to use it. That's the way it works. I would watch that TikTok. <laughs> I find the the most fascinating genre of TikToks to me is people who are just like stalking their guest bathrooms. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know what white Midwestern woman just has this kind of wealth laying around where she's <laughs> she's spending like thousands of dollars to stock uh, a guest bathroom. She's like... Yeah, my mother-in-law is coming this evening, so I I, I figured we'd treat her, uh, and she'll lay out all these like luxury products. And it's literally <laughs> her just like unpacking everything and loading it into containers for their guest bathroom. <laughs> but I would watch the doctor version of that, where they're just loading like needles, yeah, tubes for blood. Uh huh. I also know that you already said, and finally, but I just have one more gripe, and what? that is. Why don't we get stickers anymore? It used to be you go to the doctor and you yeah, get stickers, at least you a get lollipop. like a lollipop, you get something. But now instead it's like you just pay a shit ton of money and you don't also get some sort of like treat or prize. It's bullshit. Yeah. Also, the bank used to give out suckers. Oh, yeah. And that's it for this week's Deep Dive. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what are we highlighting this week? Um, So I'm highlighting something that I've brought up before, but I think it's important to bring it up again because there have been more senseless racist attacks against Asian Americans around New York. It's been really terrible uh, and around the country, but I've just seen a lot in New York. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring up this organization. They used to be called Hollaback, but they've changed their name to Right to Be. And they offer free bystander intervention trainings. I did one a while back. It was super informative and super helpful. And I would really encourage people to sign up. And there are other ways to get involved with that organization as well. So we'll link to it in uh, our show notes. And yeah, so I just wanted to bring that one up again. And I'm assuming just to spell it out, Mm -hmm. that that means you're training so that like when you see something, you know what. Yeah, what to do, how to deescalate, how to like be involved without making the situation worse. Because a lot of times it's like you wouldn't know what to do in that kind of scenario. Right. Um, And this is a training for 
how then you will know what to do. Yeah. So it's really helpful. Awesome. Let's get into uh, what we've been watching this week. What have you been watching? I have been watching Winning Time on HBO, which is a new Adam McKay show. Full disclosure, Pineapple is producing the official podcast. Uh-huh. But um, I don't care about basketball. I don't know a thing about basketball. And I fucking love this show. It's about Magic Johnson joining the Lakers and like that era of basketball in L.A. And John C. Riley is the main guy in the show. And like... Everyone should be throwing Emmys at him. Like, he should be bruised with all the amount of Emmys people should be throwing at him. He's so fucking good in this show. Gabby Hoffman is in the show. It's a great cast. And I'm really enjoying it. So that's what I'm watching. How about you? I have been watching Ghosts. Oh, yeah. But there's two versions of Ghosts. Mm-hmm. So there's the CBS version of Ghosts that just came out not long ago. Starring, amongst many others, former guest complainer Brandon Scott Jones. Very funny. He plays the, like, Revolutionary War gay guy. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's based on a British show, a BBC show. It's literally a recreation of the British show, which Mm -hmm. I think is a little weird. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to go back and watch the British version first. Uh And then they adapted it to be the American version. But yeah, it's on HBO Max. And it's literally about this woman who inherits this really old house from, like, her great-grandma who dies and she didn't know she had it. And then she hits her head and almost dies. And then when she wakes up from the coma, she realizes that she can see ghosts. Uh Uh-oh. And there's this whole, like, ensemble of crazy characters who she has to befriend. So it's very entertaining and ridiculous and fun. So that's what I've been watching this week. Love it. What is your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser is that I went to Puerto Rico and Vieques for the Mm. first time. And it was an incredible trip. I went for our dear friend's wedding. So it was super fun. But also, I realized I know almost nothing about Puerto Rico or, like, how it became a U.S. territory or any of that stuff. So ahead of that trip, Alex and I were listening to a podcast from WMYC called La Brega, which is both available in English and in Spanish. And it's stories about Puerto Rico and it's like about history and all sorts of things. And it's a fascinating show. I really like it. So my chaser is both a mix of going to Puerto Rico, which was beautiful and wonderful. But then also this podcast, La Brega, if you don't know much about Puerto Rico and want to know, I think it's a great way to find out. So those are my chasers this week. What about you? Mine is similar in that it is um, yogurt. Right. Oh, yes. Very similar (laughs) indeed. Uh, I don't know. I've just been very into yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, there's this one yogurt that I found out about via TikTok. They're not sponsoring me, even though they should, because I eat copious amounts of it every single day. Um, (laughs) But it's Dannon. They have like a light and fit protein uh-huh. <laughs> yogurt uh-huh. that I expected because like Greek yogurt is the one that has like more protein and it's right. supposed to be like better than like gogurt basically right. um, or like tricks yogurt oh even though oh, that was so good that little bunny yeah just get like it. toxic radioactive colors <laughs> Fully, like, neon glow-in-the-dark yogurt. But Greek yogurt always tastes like, if you just eat, like, plain Greek yogurt, it's like, okay, I'm just eating sour cream. Yeah, if you're getting the wrong brand. But anyway, we don't need to get into this. But, like, just plain Greek yogurt across brands is bad. False. It's not, like, sweet in any way. It depends on the brand. Shabani is delicious, 
just no, as I've, is. I've had just plain Chimani yogurt. Okay. And it's not good. I like it. But if you get the like slightly flavored one, which I never do, I only ever get plain yogurt and then add my flavor in through whatever granola or whatever that I'm putting right. in. Right, and then I also add that. But this this is like Greek yogurt, high protein uh-huh. that actually tastes good oh, on great. its own. Love that for you. Um, so I guess we're in like a war. Yeah, <laughs> actually, like the chases have turned into a war. Uh, and Dan and Light and Fit is the best one. Okay, um, and so I will continue eating it and shoving it in your fucking face. I literally buy. <laughs> Buy a tub. Yeah, I buy a yogurt by the tub uh, I have for years because I'm what? Better than you. Okay, well, I have the power to fire you from the show. (laughs) I'll do it. So, anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. If you want more Unhappy Hour shit, and obviously you do, you can head to my Patreon, patreon.com slash mattbellisai. You can also buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, wherever you get podcasts, follow us, review us, rate us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Bellisai. Hadim Jang, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all of the latest podcast buzz. As always, you can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. The sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, my God. Back your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. I have to pee. I'm thinking oh my about God, tomorrow, uh, but you gotta hang on till tomorrow. I'm just gonna stop recording. Stop and start. In the name of love, before you break my heart. <laughs> Look how, that, how